You're listening to Clint Court Podcast with Clint Odiambo. Previously on Clint Court Podcast. We need to move from a level of impact. We need to move from a level whereby we are able to uh, to live a life of not just ourselves. We are living a life of people. If in your vision, if you have a vision and you, if, if I ask you today, what is your vision? And your vision doesn't include people, then your vision is selfish. Right? We, it's very much important for us to understand that. So one thing is when you get to interact with the heart of God, what, I, I would like to bring another principle. Always remember that God's heart is not attracted to the things with the things we do. God hearts, God, God's heart is attracted by the impact we bring in the community, in the environment we are in, and in our generation. So today we are going to talk about being and having. I know we, we have been talking a lot about investing, investment, adding value, people. And today we are going now to venture in how can we be able now to, if, if, if we say that we have something, how can you be able to be of value through being a blessing to the life of another person? And that's what it says when we say being and having. Whatever you are, whoever you are living as a life into. For example, if I'm saying that I am a podcaster, if I'm saying that probably maybe I'm a leader in a particular organization, do I really have somebody who I'm mentoring? Do I really have someone who I can say is my disciple? Do I really have someone who I'm working with? Can, am, am I really doing what Christ called me to do? Or rather God created us to do, which is expressing, rather extending and multiplying our DNA in the lives of others, you know? So being and having, whatever you are living, with the life that you're living, in terms of, or rather whatever you have inside of you, are you really extending it to the lives of others? The skills that you have, the, the, the skills of music, the skills of um, talking, for example, the skills of um, media, the skills of growth, the skills of, of, of sound, for example. So are you really extending it to the lives of another person? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So how can we be able to extend the same in the lives of others? That's what we're going to cater for today. So we are beginning at a note of us understanding that we are here to expand the vision, confront, to give our food on those who need it. Now, I know we are talking about, let's give an example with a normal food. And uh, when you understand that you are here to expand a vision, when you understand that you are here to confront and you are here to give food to those who need it, when I'm talking about food, I mean whatever you have. Whatever you are living out of is not just a normal food, but also a food of knowledge, a food of capacity, a food of calling, a food of desire, you know. So we, we, we we, when we understand that our calling is to serve always, as we read in our previous episode from the book of Mark, chapter number 9, verse 35, 
then we will grow from just being normal Christians to a level of being um, impactful Christians, you know. So our calling is to serve always, to feed meaning, to be consumed, to share, and to give ourselves completely and to invest. So I'm going to talk in this case, today I'm going to talk more about how can you be able to work with a person? So, you know, you're already a leader. Let me give an example of your leader in a church, for example, a church setup. And you are recognizing and noticing that there is somebody who desires every single time comes to you for advice. Every single time comes to you for guidance. Every single moment comes to you for help. As a leader, you need to be very sensitive to notice that this person desires you to work with him or her. And in this case, we ought to give our lives and ourselves to help that person. Every single person has been given a responsibility to work with another person. Nobody can be able to live or walk alone. It can be in terms of couple. It can be in terms of church leadership. It can be in terms of company management. It can be in terms of business. It can be in terms of sole proprietorship. A lot of things can be in terms of organization. It can be in terms of managing a team. For example, so every single one of us has been given a responsibility to work with people where in every single way, one way or another, God has placed somebody in your hands to work with. And in this case, somebody you, who you can be able to replicate your DNA to in terms of skills, in terms of mentorship, in terms of guidance, in terms of love, in terms of, you know, a lot of things. So. Who works with us is actually making us. Whoever works with us, he makes us, you know. Without the use of words, this question, just by the fact they are insisting on working with us, these people are asking, my life is in your hands. What will you do to me? Where are you taking me? Let me put it in this way. Do you see that person who always comes to you each and every time asking for your advice? That person is indirectly asking you to work with him or her. And is indirectly asking you that my life is in your hands. What will you do to me? Where are you taking me? I, 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 I can be able to one way or another resemble it with marriage. Because in, in marriage, it, it's different. In relationship, in dating, it's different. When, I, when, when you're approaching a girl, when you're a man and approaching a lady... And then you initiate the step of dating. Um, if you're a lady, if, if you're a man, this lady comes to you and accepts to work with you. She is indirectly telling you that I've placed my life in your hands. Where are you taking me? Where are you taking us? Where is this vehicle going? And so we understand that every single person when they come when they come to our lives, when they uh, give their lives to us when they come to us seeking for uh, advices we ought to understand that we have a responsibility to work with them to guide them you know where are you leading that person that comes to you each and every day for an advice where are you leading that person if you're a pastor for example if you're a leader in the church where are you leading that family that comes each and every sunday to you for advice that couple that comes to you for guidance where are you leading them where is the vehicle going you know so in other words those sheep who look up to up at you every day are saying i put my life in your hands 
that family that is congregating at at your church or maybe at your fellowship at your e group at your cell group that father entrusted his family to you they are there with expectations where are you taking them as a family where are you taking us as a family where are you conducting this potential too because as a family and as a couple we have a potential so where are you really generating this potential too you know mine my wife's and my children's my children are growing up in this church where will you take them because if you put this aspect of being and having and investing and giving what you have you need to understand that those people are your responsibility as a leader and in this case i'm not just talking about a leader in church i'm also talking about a leader in an organization in this case it's not just about you just leading and leading no it's about you giving whatever you have you have a responsibility as a leader for those lives when they choose to go astray you are the one who is responsible god has given you a responsibility to work with them leaders who do not invest who do not live to invest that only thinks about what they will make or become building their own kingdom they see potential of others other people pass by before them and do nothing this is an immeasurable disaster these are leaders who come to waste you know a waste of epic promotions people who are led by people like that are systematically wasted and in this case i'm talking about most of the people most of the young people right now are frustrated because they go they join a church they join an organization they join a company and then they reach to a point whereby they feel wasted so leaders do not want to invest in people leaders do not want to invest church leaders i'm sorry to say but church leaders are fearing investing in the potential leaders and the potential congregation who can be able to be leaders when a leader sees when a pastor sees that this person is going to be a great pastor than me they choose to step aside and they choose to chase them away it's very much important jesus model of leadership talks about investment talks about impact talks about increase you know so it's important for you to understand that what then is the investment we have made in the people who are close to us which kind of investment have you made to the people who are close to you let me ask you this question which kind of investment have you been with them have you been holding their hands to pray with them have you been always there encouraging them Have you always been there showing them that this is the right path? Have you always been there to condemn them or have you always been there to reveal to them and show them the right moral rules Jesus by loving them? When you understand this reason, you also realize that it is applied in all areas of your life. What investment do you have for your family, your wife and children? Going to school is good but it's not just it, 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 it's not enough for an investment. If you may ask me, going to school it's good it's part of yes an investment of taking your child to school but most of the times you tend to find out that parents take their child to school and they neglect them they refuse to invest in their life spiritual they refuse to they they refuse to teach them in a right model right so i agree that it is cheaper to do the same it is cheaper to take uh, uh, um 
it is easier to put the life of your children in the hands of a good school or a college because when you pay the bill at the end of the month you can feel excused to, to do any investment in your children's lives this is easy and simpler after all it doesn't require emotional investment inspiration and involvement from us what is the investment we have made in the lives of people we love the most and those that God has placed around us? Which kind of investment have you made that? Have you made that can be able to bring an impact? Because knowledge is good, but it needs to go deeper than that. So the way we have to generate connections is through investment. Start to invest without limitation. Start to invest and believe. Begin believing begin to give, begin to surrender, begin to connect and encourage without limits. So today we wanted to talk about just about being and having. I believe that you've been blessed. I believe that God has, uh, has guided you and you've gotten something, you know. So it's important that you ask yourself this question as we finish. Do you generate? Do you invest? Who has been the focus of your investment? As you think about this during this week, who has been the focus of your investment? Who has been the focus of what you give? Do you generate? You know, so very important. God has put everything in us to give out. You know, our attitude, it, it, it's important that our attitude uh, becomes like, for example, when somebody comes to you in terms of guidance, and the person is asking for guidance that you may be able to guide him or her. That you will have an attitude like, God has put me in your life to train the potential you have. I'm like a spiritual catapult to promote you, to throw you up. God will use my life to be your personal trainer, your life coach. God will use me to be your mentor. That should be our attitude. That God has placed these people in our hands and we begin to be the trainers, to begin to be the people that unveils their potential. You know, like you, you walk into their lives and you tell them that I want to share all I know with you. And that's why God planted you in this church. If you're leading the church and if you're a leader in the company or in the corporate uh, uh, world, this person God has brought you so that you may be able to teach this person to coordinate a company or a business, to be a salesperson. You know, so John 13 says uh, that Jesus loved his own. You know, the scripture does not say having loved the whole world, but says having loved those whom God had entrusted to him. That's what we, we, we wanted. That's what I wanted to talk to us about today. Who are you investing in? Who has been the focus of your investment? May God continue speaking to you. And may God continue enlightening you. And uh, see you in the next episode. I hope you're being encouraged. And I hope that God has been a blessing into your life. Into your life, right? To wrap up, have an amazing time. Have an amazing week. May God bless.